Well, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Joe Galati podcast, broadcasting high above the Texas Medical Center in Houston, purveyor of all things related to the liver, health and wellness, nutrition, food and cooking, and all around doctor banter and witty repartee with our experts that visit us. Our website is drjoegalati.com. If you'd like to send me a note, subscribe to our newsletter, or even see me as a patient. If you want to call and be part of the program, dial us at 888-438-9431. And now, on with the podcast. Houston, Texas, home to the world's largest medical center. This is Your Health First, the most beneficial health program on radio with Dr. Joe Galati. During the next hour, you'll learn about health, wellness, and the prevention of disease. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Galati. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, America. You're tuned into Your Health First. We're here every single Sunday evening between the hour of 7 and 8 p.m. Trying to raise your health IQ one listener at a time. And our single-minded goal every week, year after year, is to make you better consumers of health care. We're not selling anything. We're not pitching anything. We are simply trying to filter out all the noise that's related to health and wellness, disease prevention, fads, all sorts of gimmicks that are out there with regard to health and wellness and trying to make you, the listener, better understand. You know, as as I've said for years, there really is no set of instructions that come with the human body. We know more about how our ice maker works in our refrigerator, then we know the basic function of our heart, our lungs, our liver, our kidneys, our brain, and how to keep them healthy. It is, you may be sitting there saying, oh, what is he talking about? But it is absolutely true. Every day patients come in and we talk about different problems that they are having and they sit and look at me and they say, I never knew that. Now, It's not so much that I am saying, don't be an imbecile, you should have known this, but people have to take interest in their own body and their health and wellness and their symptoms and things that are bothering them and and stop ignoring things that are just blown off. All right. And we, you know, we'll get into this a little, little later. Now, to be part of the program, our one and only website that you need to be aware of is drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com. How do you spell Galati? G-A-L-A-T-I. So it's D-R-J-O-E-G-A-L-A-T-I.com. Now there, you can connect with all of our social media. You want to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Plenty of YouTube videos there to look at. And there is the opportunity to follow our newsletter. We put out a newsletter about once a month. And it goes out to everybody. And we 
try to give you a recap of what we've been talking about on the radio, some new health items, articles that we've written online. So go to drjoegalati.com and sign up for everything and like us. That's what we want you to do. We want to be liked. All right, so on the program this Sunday night, it is November 1. Absolutely hard to believe that it is November. Christmas and Thanksgiving are around the corner. And I was sitting this morning with my wife and we just looked at each other and like, holy crow, it's November. But in a way, a lot has taken place, certainly with Corona and the lockdown and all of us working from home. But there's been a lot of obvious, this is the understatement of the year, a lot of problems related to coronavirus. And the election is in a couple of days. And I'm, I'm going to weigh in on a, a, a couple of items here. So, so allow me the, the liberty to comment. Now, no doubt that the coronavirus, COVID-19, has been the focal point of the election. It has been the focal point of the discussion in America and the world. Yes, there have been problems with violence and social injustice and all sorts of crazy riots that have taken place across the country and a lot of destruction. And yes, I am I am open for free speech. You have an opinion, but really you have no right to set the darn place on fire and loot my store and steal. It there's there's no way. There's no way being sane that you can justify this, okay? Now, with coronavirus, there is so much misunderstanding about coronavirus. And I, I sit here now to say, is there blame? Is there blame? Do we blame President Trump? Do we blame Joe Biden? Do we blame the Democrats? Is it the conservatives? Is it the liberals? And I, and, I, and I believe we need to have a very sane, and I say that with, with all honesty, a very sane dialogue about what has happened here over the last 10 months or so. First of all, this is a completely new disease, a new virus, and and with if you look back through the history of modern medicine, something that I am very near and dear to, hepatitis C, okay? Now, when I first broke into the practice of liver disease and liver transplantation back in the mid to late 80s, we had absolutely no good understanding about how to treat hepatitis C. And the things that we were doing, the therapies that we were offering, now that I look back in hindsight, were crazy. They were toxic therapies, therapies did not work, and a lot of people died and had complications. Fast forward 30 years, we now have a cure where we could say, hepatitis C, no big deal. 12 weeks of therapy, you are cured. There's no serious adverse events. But with medical science, we learn. And so what we were saying about hepatitis C 10 years ago, 
20 years ago, 30 years ago, absolutely today do not resonate. They, they don't make sense. We have learned through a lot of hard work and research. Okay, now, with regard to coronavirus, this came out of left field. We had no experience with this, and we had to basically figure it out from the ground up. Now, I am not saying it's going to be 30 years to compare to hepatitis C. The technology, the infrastructure, etc., can compress this into months to years. But we are going to learn how to handle this. Now, at the beginning, Dr. Fauci, who is an outstanding scientist and researcher, he himself said, we don't need to wear masks. The science changed, the understanding, and it is back to, yes, we should wear a mask and social distance. Lots of things. It's spread outdoors. No, it's not spread outdoors. Six feet of social distancing is good. No, it may be 10 feet. So things are going to change. And I, and I believe one of the problems has been that there has not been a unified clearinghouse of information to say officially this is the opinion. When you start having people backbiting each other to say this camp over here says wear a mask. This group over here says don't wear a mask. This group over here says it's okay to run outside in your local park without a mask. Others say no, you have to you know, wear a mask while you're having sex with your wife. Uh, it, it, it leads to confusion. Where there is confusion, it allows people to get in and set up different strategies to divide us. And that is what has happened. We have divided ourselves to create the chaos that we are in. Now, the president pretty early on, instead of taking a national governmental approach to this, to say the United States of America says the following, he in a sense, deregulated it to a state-by-state basis. So the state of Texas can open up, but they can't open up bars and hair salons. Colorado, bars could open up at 50%. Hair salons are still closed, but, but, uh, but gymnasiums can open up partially. The rules are all over the place, and this is what leads to confusion because if you're in one state where you can't do something, and your neighboring state can do something, the, the obvious human response is, well, wait a second, they're doing it. Why can't I do it? And if it depends on you know, what you favor, uh, you may say, well, look, they're doing it, so I'm going to do it, and it creates absolute chaos. All right, we're going to take our first break. I'm Dr. Joe Galati, drjoegalati.com. You're tuned in to Your Health First every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., I'll be right back. We're going to talk a little bit more about Corona and the election. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere.
Welcome back, everybody. I hope you're doing well this Sunday evening, getting ready for work and or school for tomorrow morning on Sunday. Election day is in two days. Uh, You are hopefully using and eating just a little bit of candy you got from Halloween yesterday. You know, my dentist when I was growing up, Dr. Daly, out on Long Island where I grew up, his approach to candy was that you could eat it on your birthday, you could have it on Easter, you could have it on Christmas, and you could have it on the 4th of July. Those were the only four days that he officially sanctioned candy for kids. Now, whether or not that still holds true for modern young children today, I don't know. Just make sure your public health recommendation right now is please brush your kids' teeth a little extra. Make sure they're doing it or you have to help them brush their teeth uh, with all the candy that is floating around. All right, don't forget, drjoegalati.com. drjoegalati.com is our website. Everything we do is there. Our practice liver specialists of Texas. If you want to make an appointment, you want to see me, a consultation, uh, it is all there. You can send me an email. You can send me comments. All of our social media is there. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, our podcast is posted there. And everything we have written over the years is available for public consumption. All right. So we we were uh, talking a little earlier about coronavirus. And yes, indeed, around the country, uh, I would say, I think the last time I looked at it, out of 50 states, probably 40 are having a, a increase in the number of cases. But with that associated increase in the number of coronavirus cases, there does not seem in most situations a significant rise in the mortality. And so you can, you can look at this to say, yes, there are more cases, but the mortality is not following it on a one-to-one basis. So for every new case, there's a new death. We are getting better. The therapeutics we have, the knowledge of how to control this is far, far better than it was on March 1st. And it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. Now, the um, the the other thing to look at, and, and the blame for President Trump being the big boogeyman as far as the cause. The reason we're at the position now is because of President Trump and the administration. I don't necessarily see how you could say this because when you look around the world, England, France, Italy, small countries like Croatia, Macedonia, they're having similar spikes in the coronavirus. What on earth does American policy have to do what is happening there? It could very well be that people around the world that have been locked up under quarantine in various stages are simply going out of their mind and they have to get out. School is opening. People have to travel. They have to see one another. And so it is the, the movement that is triggering the increase in cases. But again, in most of these countries, the death rate is not rising at a similar rate. And that's a good thing. 
The other the other thing was which I which I spoke about a, a few weeks ago. They they released a study looking at people that had coronavirus back in June and July, several months ago. And and for the people that had coronavirus, they did a very simple questionnaire. Do you wear masks or or did you wear a mask? And they they categorized people into three different categories. I would say for making it simple and understand the really serious hardcore mask wearers. Okay, the people that went everywhere, they were very conscious, very diligent wearing a mask. Those that were, you know, most of the time I would wear a mask. I would try to be diligent. And then there were those that basically could give a flip about wearing a mask. And what they found is that close to 78% of the people that were the hardcore mask wearers, the people that were following the letter of the law, still got coronavirus. And so what does that tell us? That maybe wearing a mask is not the absolute answer to this. There is another sort of process, or maybe the mask that they were wearing uh, were not put on right. So I am not saying do not wear a mask. I do believe that wearing a mask and staying away from big crowds is the thing to do. But it may not be the only thing to do. There may be things about this virus that we're learning that that we may not know. We certainly know that, you know, you're not going to, you know, necessarily catch it off of a doorknob and things like that. But yet we still want to use hand sanitizers, washing your hands uh, appropriately and, and making sure our surfaces are clean with the things that we touch. Now, last point before the break, if you've been following this story, the number of flu cases is dramatically down. I mean, it is almost absolutely unbelievable. Now, number one, it does not mean you do not get the flu vaccine this year. Number two, we're still going to keep all of the, you know, mask wearing and hand washing things in place. But I believe what this tells us is that the social distancing, the mask wearing and the washing of hands and those that may be at more risk, the elderly, people with lung disease, people with liver disease, diabetes, cancer, suppressed immune systems need to sort of stay away and stay in, in the periphery in a sense. This is working. This is going to cut down on the number of flu cases, which is an absolute blessing. And so in, in a way, if you want to check and balance to see, does all this stuff work? Yeah, it's working in addition to Corona, but for the seasonal flu as well. All right, let's take another break. I've got a few more things to say. DrJoeGalati.com. Every Sunday we're here between 7 and 8 p.m. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Joe Galati. This is Your Health First. I hope you're having a great Sunday evening. I hope you had a great weekend. The weather, the weather was quite conducive to getting outside and either exercising, eating outside, having a barbecue, running around, exercising. These are the days that we have to cherish. Make sure you're together with your respective families and friends. Maybe your coworkers, if you like the people you work with, 
hang out with your doctor, maybe. Who knows? A lot of people out there are friends with their doctor. But anyway, um, November 1, we're getting into the fall. A couple of things. Make sure you get your flu vaccine this year. Even though the numbers for flu are down tremendously, do not let your guard down. You want to get the flu vaccine. Uh, we'll talk about that more in a minute. But for now, our website, drjoegalati.com. Sign up for all of our social media offerings there. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Our podcast is available. Old programs and interviews that we've had over the years. And certainly our practice, Liver Specialists of Texas. That's what we do Monday through Friday and more. We are liver disease experts. We take care of everything from alcoholic liver disease to fatty liver, cirrhosis, liver transplant, hepatitis, everything liver-related and digestive disorders. DrJoeGalati.com, you can connect with all of our links. And make sure you follow us every Sunday evening between 7 and 8 p.m. We're here broadcasting from our home station, the great, 740 KTRH, 50,000 watts of sheer power, transmitting quite a large area throughout the southern United States. And then, of course, on the iHeartRadio app anywhere in the U.S. So if you're listening in the greater Texas area and you say, wow, you're health first, 7 o'clock, and you got a relative in Green Bay, Wisconsin, share the link. Let them listen in. All right, so we have been talking about coronavirus, and the election is on Tuesday. And for, for those that are thinking that the president is the root cause for the people that have gotten ill, I'm going to challenge you to say, let's say he doesn't win on Tuesday and Joe Biden takes over. Do you really think that within days or weeks, there is going to be an extinguishing of the coronavirus story. People are still going to get sick. The cases are still going to flourish. The cases in Estonia or Macedonia or France or England or New York City are still going to be what they are. And so I ask you, and I'm not trying to sway your vote, though I am trying to have you sway your look at things, whether Trump is ousted or Biden is seated, I do not think there is going to be a change in what is happening with coronavirus. I absolutely do not think. This is going to have to run its course. It's going to have to wait until the therapeutics, the antiviral drugs become, become more readily online for everyday Americans or everyday citizens of the world. Vaccination comes about or we as the medical scientific community truly understand how the virus works, the effects on other organ systems outside of the lungs, how the immune system responds new therapies, how to handle the high-risk individuals, how to protect ourselves as we move forward. That is going to have to take place through good old-fashioned research and 
thinking. We have to think about and, and research out how this is all going to happen. But if you are naive enough to think that one person at the helm is going to change the, the course of this, I just don't think it's going to happen. Now, at the same time, something that has been talked about, and I don't know how much really has sunk in, the devastating effects of being under quarantine. I have patients myself, okay? This is firsthand knowledge. I'm not reading it in a newspaper, magazine, or in Google or Twitter. Firsthand knowledge from me. Patients, because of the lockdown, because of the fear, they are afraid. They are not coming out to get routine blood work. They're not coming to get routine ultrasounds, CAT scans, MRIs that we need to get to follow their liver disease. That's what I do. A lot of my patients are at very high risk for developing liver cancer. Liver cancer is not good, all right? Liver cancer is not good. And how do we get the best outcome? How do we save lives? We get routine scans typically every three to six months. And so we have many, many patients that are on a schedule that every three to six months, based on the case or some every year, they have to get their scan. But we are fighting in a nice way, arguing in a nice way with our patients, pleading with them, please come out and get your scan. The answer is, I am too scared. I am worried about getting corona. I don't want to give it to my husband. I don't want to give it to my grandkids. Well, there is a far greater chance of you getting liver cancer and ending up in the hospital than coming out for an hour to a rather controlled environment to an imaging center in your neighborhood to get your scan. People are not going for mammograms. Same reason. People are not going for colonoscopies. Same thing. People are not coming out. They're sitting there with chest pain at home thinking that the chest pain will go away. The old ostrich syndrome, stick your head in the sand and my chest pain and shortness of breath will go away. Because I, over my dead body, am I going to step foot in my local emergency room? So what's the end result? More people are coming in with stroke, heart attack, and they're having worse outcome. And so the other thing, depression, isolation, loneliness, alcoholism, and drug abuse. We are seeing patients in high numbers that are drinking far more alcohol than they did in the past. Why? They're locked up. They've lost their job. They've lost their money. They've lost their income. They're upset. They're lonely. They're depressed. What do they do? Drink. Drinking is a great anesthetic. If you've got problems, drink your problems away. And so we may look and say, yes, coronavirus can make people sick. Coronavirus can let people end up in the ICU on a respirator. Coronavirus may affect other organs. But I would say every expert out there, starting with pediatricians, adult physicians, people that take care of the geriatric, older population, there is universal agreement that 
the quarantine is hurting more than helping. And so getting back to President Trump, he has tried as as president. My opinion is the president not only has to be the defender of our freedom, the defender of our security, defender of our safety from within and outside. In a sense, you have to be the national cheerleader. Keep everybody in a good mood. Now, you may say that's BS. That's BS. I don't need a cheerleader in in the White House. But when you look at the way Ronald Reagan operated back in the 80s, he was so positive, believed in America, believed in the people that we had great periods of prosperity. It was a great time for us. Same thing with President Trump. You have to not scare people because it is it is clear from what I just said. People that are afraid, people that are concerned, do silly things. And so there has to be this, this balance of having a, a, a upbeat approach to say, we're going to whip coronavirus. We are going to get back. Let's try to keep the economy going. We have to keep people working. They need money to survive. They need money to support their family uh, because the opposite of that leads to despair. And despair and all of its, its downstream unintended consequences lead to more problems than, than the initial problem, coronavirus. So that is what you have to keep in mind. And from a physician standpoint, I'm not a political scientist. I'm, 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 I'm not that guy. I am just trying to say from a health and wellness standpoint, sometimes you have to trade off the lesser of two evils. It is not black and white. It's not either we lock down and and do nothing or we open up the floodgates to just run around as you feel. There has to be selective approaches. What works in New York does not work in Iowa. What's good for San Francisco is not good for Denver. And that's what we have to do. But keeping the country open, getting out, in a safe way is what we need to do. All right, I need to take a break. I do have some other health and wellness things in the news to chat about. I will be right back. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Every Sunday, drjoegalati.com. Stay tuned. Final segment coming up. Right, everybody final segment of your health first this sunday evening and again i hope you had a great sunday and and whatever inspiration we can leave you with to think about the health and wellness issues that confront us yes coronavirus is front and center we just can't get our mind off of it but we have to have to seriously look at are we eating well are we exercising what's our mental health situation? Are we consuming too much alcohol? Is somebody around you consuming too much alcohol? And with with that regard to the addiction part, I see this every day. That is a very, very big part of my practice with uh, being a hepatologist, a liver specialist. 
we see people with alcohol-related liver disease, alcoholism, all right? And so every time, a large majority, the people that they are around, it is spouses, significant others, children, friends, relatives, they serve as enablers. They know that Pete is drinking too much, but they really don't want to make a scene. They won't want to hurt his feelings. They, they're afraid that this conflict may break up whatever relationship they have. And you know what? He looks okay. He'll probably take care of himself. I hear this every single day on multiple occasions. It's not a winning strategy. You have to confront the problem, face the music, tough love, whatever you want to call it, to get people to take care of themselves. So uh, again, uh, uh, think of your wellness. Are you eating too much? Do you have that high blood pressure that, you know, you really need to get it addressed or that shortness of breath need to get it addressed? So it, it's these are opportunities and the 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 value of our program is trying to let you think, what do you have to do to be a better consumer of healthcare? Plain and simple. That's what we're here for. Now, a little, a little bit of thought to ponder. Every day on the news, we are bombarded with the number of people that are dying of coronavirus, the number of people that are, are, are dying and they're sick and they're in the ICU, hospital rates. But let's, let's step back for a moment. Why is there not anybody screaming at the top of their lungs? And I, and I am very, very serious about this. These so-called politicians that are here for the little guy. All right? They're all on the ballot on Tuesday. The people that are there for America. They're there for their city. They're there for their community, their county. Just looking at heart disease, approximately 2,200 people die every day from heart attack. There are 4,100 heart attacks per day. 4,000 people across the country are having a heart attack. 2,200 dead per day. Where is anybody standing up with the outrage to say, I am running on the platform that we are going to reduce the number of deaths from heart attack from 2,200 a day, pick a number, down to 500 a day. We're going to cut down on the amount of heart attacks, over 4,000 a day, down to 2,000 a day. And this is how we're going to do it. But, but no, your politicians, the people that are there for you, aren't saying anything about this. And you know what? Heart disease is here to stay. Coronavirus, I would like to say, and don't send me notes, calls, and complain or anything. Coronavirus is going to come and go. It's going to be something that left a mark on us as a country, as Americans, as citizens of the world, 
but it is going to come and go. It is going to eventually make it into the history books. Heart disease, 4,000 heart attacks every day, day after day. Corona is going to come and go, and people are still going to be dropping dead from heart disease. Let's not talk about the complications of diabetes. Where are the people becoming intolerant of the complications of diabetes, especially, especially in the African-American community? African-Americans are getting bamboozled by complications of diabetes, kidney failure, dialysis, and increased mortality. But who's talking about this? This has been going on for decades, decades, and it hasn't gotten anybody's attention. But yet, these are the people that are there for you. They want your vote. And that's it. All right. Again, am I being political? I guess a little bit. This is not my typical MO on the radio, but you have to be aware that all of these other health and wellness diseases, conditions, things that kill us are still there. They're going to be there after we get a vaccine and drugs for coronavirus. But who's talking about this now? Who has been talking about this? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. You know, as I'm sitting here during this um, relative rant, which is okay, which is okay, I got a text from, actually it was an email, from a listener saying, mention your book. And usually I do, Eating Yourself Sick. And this is what the, um, what the book is all about, making sure you understand about the complications that face us and how through nutrition, and we are eating ourselves sick, diabetes, heart disease, fatty liver, cirrhosis, cancer, et cetera. So uh, if you want, which I would recommend, Go to drjoegalati.com and you can order my book, Eating Yourself Sick. All right. Well, we are pretty much out of time for this, uh, this Sunday evening. Make sure you go vote on Tuesday. We are going to get past this. Our health and wellness is paramount that we hang together and take care of ourselves in our families, and those that we truly love. So with that said, Dr. Joe Galati signing off for this Sunday. With it, you know, I said at the beginning, go brush your teeth tonight. Make sure your kids brush their teeth. You don't want to get tooth decay. That's the last thing you need as a 60-year-old is to start getting cavities. Anyway, drjoegalati.com is our website. Send me a message. I really, really, really enjoy hearing from you. And we got a lot of good ideas on topics and guests. So, Uh, Until next Sunday night, take care, eat well, exercise, really, really take a look at what you're doing with your health. Take care. See you then. Thanks for listening today to our podcast. Don't forget, for more information, check out drjoegalati.com. Information about my book, Eating Yourself Sick, is available there, as well as our clinical practice, radio program, and social media links. We need you to be part of our tribe and community. Until we meet again, I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Ciao.